And hey everyone, welcome to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian and American perspective. My name is Marvin Yoi, along with my co-host, Christine Minji Chang. What's up everyone? And we're coming from you today, not from North Hollywood, but from actual Hollywood. We're at- in the real deal right now. <laughs> Anna El Casa de Anna Akana, who's Hello. here with us. Yay. Actress, model, YouTube producer, everything person. I forgot all the things you told me to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> slash, no, slash. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also here with uh, actor, comedian Brad Gage. Gage. How's Hi, going? Brad. Great, guys. Welcome to Hollywood. Thank, Thank you. you. It's awesome. It's like different on this side of the hill. I'm, yeah. over, I'm over there. Yep. Dirtier. <laughs> a lot of homeless. More hobos. Yeah. yeah. We've got the sign, there's, though. There's a yeah. lot going on. Do you see it? Can you see it from yeah, here? Yeah, we can. Very nice. I can't see. I'm not facing the window. No. <laughs> You're not Hollywood enough. No, no I'm not. I'm <laughs> he, gets, he gets a look at it, not you. He's out in the Singular east side. Uh, Some people are calling uh, that East L.A. now. No, it's, it's, what? It's past East L.A. Oh, it's past East, east LA. L.A. East L.A. ends about like... Alhambra, Pasadena-ish. Yeah, it's yeah. way out there. Mm. I'm getting to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese food. There's right. a lot of really good Chinese I've food. I've heard uh, really the only good Chinese food in like SoCal mm-hmm. is out there like in SGV. Chinese. You don't? Mm-mm. There's certain foods. I actually started gearing towards more authentic Chinese food, so that's a place to go. I'm not a fan of Panda Express as much. I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. <laughs> Are you? Panda's so, not good. I used to work there. There, You shouldn't eat that stuff. Really? You worked there? I worked there like for Christmas of like 06. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I've you, always, so they're non-food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always not minded. I always just treated it as like Taco Bell. Like sometimes yeah. you just kind of really want some shitty food. Yeah. Yeah. No, some people are fans. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna get they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> Their orange chicken's amazing. Just, to, just to correct you about Taco Bell, it's not sometimes you want Taco Bell. Always, <laughs> yes. you want Taco. Brad Bell. loves Taco Bell. Oh, yeah? Don't get him started on Taco. I'm Bell. more of a Del Taco guy. I no, always. Oh, are you like? Your I mean, guy. it's like go ahead, free country. <laughs> I'm not gonna say you're mi- not making a mistake. <laughs> oh no, Taco Bell, Del Taco are. are always mistakes. <laughs> Let's not get that twisted. No, talk, okay. So funny story about Taco Bell. So I grew up um, going to church when I was younger, and our church was literally right next door to Taco Bell. So that was like every Sunday. Ugh. I think that's why I wanted to go to church, <laughs> so that I could go to Taco Bell right <laughs> after. Did you get the twist, cinnamon twist? I used that to get. Like I was Sunday like. I was not the cinnamon twist. I was really about Taco Supremes and Nacho Supremes. But I told my mother when I was eight that I was going to have my wedding reception there. Oh, my god! This was the mindset of, like, eight-year-old Minji. I was like, mm. I need to get married and my wedding reception is going to be Taco Supremes. Yeah, Minji's not a sweet person. She doesn't like desserts. I love sweets. What are you, you talking about? I hate desserts, though. I love desserts. What? I just don't eat them as much as others. Oh, no, Marvin, you don't know her at all. You don't know me at all. You don't <laughs> I know just remember... Me. I, like I never said that. That is I'm another Asian girl. Sweeter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge sweet tooth. I love uh, gummy candy and all that jazz. Addicted. It's dangerous. That's, oh, don't yeah. get me started on gummy candy. You should, <laughs> you should, you should give her some of our uh, our gummies. Oh, yeah. What, what, we what? have these. Uh, they're called Annie's. They're yeah. gluten-free. No artificial flavors. Uh, no soy. No whatever bad stuff. Real good. It's all the good things. Real good. They're little rabbits. Yeah. Oh, is it from Trader Joe's? I no? don't know. I don't okay, know. I don't know. Okay, I'm Amazon. Now. Maybe. Oh, Amazon. <laughs> buy them in bulk. Yeah. yeah. Get that prime. Nice. I like it. You don't need to buy them in bulk. You set them on a schedule. 
Every yeah. two days, a new package comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sub- subscribe. It's got like three boxes for one tiny package of gummies. <laughs> There's like three gummies in it. Yeah. You're like, you're good it's now. It's all full of those like air, compressed air. Oh, like, yeah. Pillows that keeps your, your tech from breaking. I saw an ad today on YouTube for gummy vitamins. So I'm going to get all over that shit. <laughs> Do it. We have those too. We, I just had some. Very nice. Healthy. They're great. Uh, I've been Very taking um, gummy omega-3s because I just got a laser eye surgery a couple months ago. Oh. And... um. Yeah, they're, they're not bad. <laughs> they don't sound good. <laughs> vitamins, are, vitamins are expensive, though. I didn't they are expensive, yeah. especially in gummy form. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All the extra money for the sugar. And the groin oats, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I like those, uh, the biotin gummies. I have not had biotin gummies. It's so good because they use coconut milk. Shut up. Yeah, so it's just like soups creamy, and you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm all over the coconut everything, yes. which I used to hate when I was younger. No, it's great. It sounds really good. It's so good for you. I'm down. Biotin. And that's good for your hair and stuff, right? Hair, skin, and nails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this has become beauty out of the other yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, nails. Want my luxurious <laughs> hair. You got to take care of yourself, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been uh, crazy. Like, we were just all in San Diego, actually, this past weekend. Were you down there with Anna? Or I was there. there. Yeah. I was hanging yeah. out and eating the free food. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Lots of free food. Yeah, it was the opening weekend of the San Diego Asian Film Festival. Minji was there because she was a juror. I so was she got to I don't know watch how that happened. all the movies and decide I'm who wins the awards. really opinionated. That's oh, what happened. Nice. <laughs> I started asking your opinion. Um, I was there to, um, to help. We have a blog now, so I'm cover- I was covering some of the events. I was covering your guys' BuzzFeed panel that you nice. moderated. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was an awesome panel. It's the first time I ever moderated, so I was like, just asking Brad. I was like, was it okay? Was it good? Did <laughs> that I was the right first questions? time you moderated something? Yeah. Wow. She did a really good job. You did a really good job. Oh, I'm like talking you. as if she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> really good job. I could see that. No, that, it seems like, I don't know, your personality, you're like such a natural conversationalist, so it'd just be like, hey, so what do you think? Great. What do you mean like? Yeah, yeah, that could be really good. I'm sad I missed that because I couldn't make it down Friday. Oh, that's but okay. It was, good. it was real good. It was a chance of a lifetime, and you missed out, but that's fine. I know. I'm so, sorry. Yeah, there was a lot YouTube? of wisdom that was like, you know, yeah. golden. You're nuggets. not going to get anywhere else. I'll never and it, experience. Yeah, it, Buzzfeed it, it, basically shared all their secrets all the about secrets. what makes a viral video. <laughs> read, read my article yeah. later. You'll <laughs> every, everyone there, everyone there shot a viral video while they were there. Probably. It was, it was insane though. Like the line, the rush line was super, super long. I was sitting in the second row, and there's a girl behind me. That even before you guys all came in, she was already hyperventilating from the thought of being three rows away from Anna and Eugene. Jeez. Like she was having a full-on freak out. It was oh my god, insane. that's How's so that cute. Feel? That is really that's that's gonna be so interesting to have someone hyperventilating in the third row. <laughs> you're, you're talking. Yeah. I think she was trying not to cry the whole entire time. Oh, that's yeah. super cute. Who, who was on the panel with you then when you did the moderating? Uh, it was Eugene Lee Yang, uh, Mallory Wang, nice. and Abe Greenwald. So okay. they all work at BuzzFeed. Very, we actually sat with Mallory. Hi. Hi, your cat's saying hi. My cat loves you, man. Yeah. Um, but we sat with Mallory at the table for the next night at the, at the gala. Oh, the gala. Oh, gala. I don't know, gala, gala. Gala, gala. Gala, gala. But she's super fun. It's she's gala. hilarious. Yeah. Gala. Okay. Gala. Me. No, we're having a lot of fun. We're super loud. Like we're sitting amongst all the older people where they're all like being dignified and eating their dinner appropriately. <laughs> and like, I love this song. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah she's it's a really- fun place to get crazy. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun. It was yeah. a good time. Sending was always fun. Like I went to school down there, so I was. It was. Um, I went to like my old like 
late night diner and just had like oh nostalgia. Did you say did you it? say I'll have the huge? Did they recognize you? <laughs> I did you? not. But I did Instagram it and said the huge. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even spell huge? Yeah, I know that sounds. Is that just U.S.? Oh, I spelled the it usual. Yeah. Oh, just trying, use. To, trying to be cool. Yeah. How do you spell huge? Just U.S. and then squiggle. And maybe a, an apostrophe. U S H E. It's a tough one. Needs an umlaut or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so were you only there for the panel? Did you get to watch any films or like? No, we, like literally, Brad and I hopped on the train, went to the panel, and then hopped back on the train. Oh my gosh! So we were on the train longer than we were in San Diego. Yeah, I was about to say you traveled longer. Dang. Yeah. Commitment. We really like the Asian Film Festival, and like I wanted to be a part of it, so it was fun. Very cool. Yeah. Last year, they were like, that was like the nicest I've ever been treated, and I wasn't even really involved. <laughs> uh, so I was like, yes, we that we should go back. Yeah, absolutely. Like they were just, they're so kind and supportive and like a lot of fun. A lot of snacks. We, yeah, we had so many great snacks and like got crazy with karaoke. Like it was just, it was a really good experience. So it was like, yeah, we should definitely go back again. I'm going to do a little yeah. shout out to Leanne Kim. She's actually the executive oh, yeah. director and, and, and a friend, and she's, just I just want to be her. She's so much fun. She's like married, has two babies, but runs this entire organization, makes this festival happen. It's a kick-ass event every time. And she uh, it was so funny. As soon as the, the awards gala gala was over, she, she picks up champagne and wine. She's like, let's party, guys. Why are we standing here? Everyone's <laughs> taking photos. So she's like, why are we here? Let's go to the pavilion. Why? And she's yeah. like, she's, and then she's like, oh, okay, I'll take a photo. I just love her. She has really great energy. She's yeah. so passionate, and she just wanted to have a good time with everyone. So that really set the tone. Oh, yeah. I mean, last year, we went out to car- the karaoke bar, and she uh-huh. got us, like, fucked up. <laughs> we were we were destroyed. Like, we went to bed, and she was texting, like, where are you guys? Yeah, we're going yeah, to yeah. another party. Yeah. I was like, no, I have to go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, come up to, come up to the suite. Come up to the yeah. I like, I can't. I'm, like, exhausted. <laughs> I just drove here. But no, just come up. And I was like, okay. And I was like, how do you have this energy? Yeah, and she did 30 days of yoga. Again, goals. Wow. Like, she is, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yeah, shout out to all the all the organizers of the San Diego Asian Film Festival. Um, it's still going on right now, so they're, they're not done yet, but uh, we're, Brian. We're, we're back here. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, one more week? Yeah, they um, end on the 14th. Nice. So. Perfect. What does it mean to be a juror? Do you guys go in a room? Yeah. Like, so 12 I got, Angry Men style? It was five angry people, or like, hopefully not that angry. I think it was five. I can't, I like, Four. There are four of us. And then um, we got we got sent the films. So we got sent DVDs and the digital. And we had to watch eight features, eight shorts. And wow. then from those, like, take notes. And then we all convened Labor Day weekend, which was really fun. Um, and we just sat in a room, watched a few more shorts together, and then uh, made our decisions. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. And that took a long time, which was good. And they really appreciated that it took a long time because it was like, I just, she was whatever yeah 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 a lot of discussion you took it seriously yeah we did and i was surprised again because film's so subjective like you don't yeah y'all take away something different watch it for different reasons so i was really i was intrigued to hear what everyone else's opinions were i was like wow they're re- you're really different than me yeah how do we decide on one film i don't know but <laughs> i think they're really good they're very impressive oh yeah yeah, yeah. Have, do you have you guys ever submit stuff to to film festival have you worked on like that format because i see a lot of the the I lost I see I've followed you for a while, so I see mm. your short versions, like your three, four minute videos about um like just talking about I love the makeup. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm curious like what other stuff you guys do. 
Uh, well, I'm I'm going to be submitting my most recent web. Sl- it's a it's a it's a short that functions as a web series that I released, and I'm going to be putting that out Very cool. to festivals. But yeah, that's an expensive endeavor. And like, it, yeah, mm. tough little process. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's helpful. It can be helpful. Yeah, I made like six shorts in 2014 and spent like hundreds and hundreds of dollars submitting them to festivals. Jeez. And only one made it in um, to Holly Shorts. And that's because someone over there liked me. Aww. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll take your film. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can talk more about the process of making short films submitting after our break. But first, let's get into our... Our roundtable segment where round we table. go around and talk about just pop culture, social things that are on our mind. Um, and to start, the thing that's on pretty much everybody's mind on the internet on Monday is Master of None, Aziz Ansari's brand new web series on, not web series, show, show. on Netflix um, that's been pretty much getting universal praise like everywhere I look. Like I'm sure there's people that don't like it, but yeah, um, overall. Yeah. I mean, we've only seen the first two episodes. Three. Did we see three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, hated the first episode, so if you haven't watched it yet, just get through that first one. <laughs> Power uh, through. Yeah, because the second episode makes it so worth it. It's so it's so cute, and it touches on such cool cultural norms. Like, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, but it makes you realize, like, how much we take our parents for granted, mm-hmm. the ones that came from mm-hmm. other countries, mm-hmm. and, like, the sacrifices they made to give us this, like, regular chill life. Um, so I really, I really liked it, and I thought it was super funny. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that Aziz, like his approach to it is just not to harp on the subject. It's just that's the story. So yay. And yeah. like tell the story. And he just like provides so much humor naturally that mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they're forcing anything down your throat. It's just yeah. funny, funny story. Well, it's funny yeah. to like read his book and like watch his last special because he integrates so much of that into the show. You're, I like, hear. you're like, I know where this is from. I watched his last special the, when he's at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. I loved it. He actually puts a lot of the um, the parenting stuff into that first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was all right. I do agree that um, Eric Wareheim was a little over the top the yeah. whole entire time. But um, it was interesting because the first two episodes touched upon things that we've actually talked on this podcast like at nauseum, you know, yeah. about how our friends are getting, having kids and becoming lame. <laughs> and that um, our parents, like we just, just kidding, like, we love you. Just <laughs> learning about our parents, you know, um, like Minji and I are both at an age where we actually we can actually have conversations with our parents without like wanting to kill each other. Yeah, and where they they start sharing their stories about what happened when they first came to America, and you know, like the, their struggles, and like we're at an age now where we can actually kind of understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or at least empathize and begin yeah. to like feel that mm-hmm. more because we're struggling ourselves, right, <laughs> to like survive. And yeah. you're like, my parents are 23. And then by the time they're 28, had two children. I'm like, yeah. I can't. I can't. In a new country where they didn't know the language, mm-hmm. with no steady mm-hmm. goals. Yeah. But for them, it was, that's normal. Like, yeah. you, they, that wasn't normal to wait that long. Like, it was just, like, for us, it's normal to wait until you're 30 to get married and 35 to have 35, a kid. And that's, so, I don't know. So, I mean, we're just working within our, our societal norms now. Right. I, it was, yeah, I, I loved that second episode. I called my dad the next morning because <laughs> uh, I felt bad, you know. It does, it does evoke guilt. So yeah. How, um, did, how did he take it? Oh, it wasn't a, I didn't really call him and like gush about oh, that, yeah, but yeah. it was like, like he's been asking me about some things, uh, 
to do some things that I haven't done, and I'm like, I'll take care of those now. Yeah. I can I can set the time aside to take care of those things. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I think it's I think the acting other than other than Eric Wareheim is really fun, and uh, it is like a it is like a uh, you know it's like it's like Louis. Mm-hmm. It's similar to Louis, but um, I just it feels fresh yeah. again because Louis. I th- I haven't been wa- I, w- I watched the last season. I was kind of like meh. Well, it feels like a more optimistic version of Louis. Sure, like yeah. Louis is very sad, very like pessimistic. Master of None just kind of like yeah, this is what this is how it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's no Louis is Generation X, so their yeah. whole generation has a more cynical worldview of the things, right? And then Aziz is like the ultimate millennial like entertainer, <laughs> right? That's the character he plays in all the shows that he's in. Right. My and iPad doesn't work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you, you read studies or like articles about how millennials just in general have a more optimistic worldview about their chances in life, even though the, like the reality is a lot more um, sobering. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. I was, I was listening to some, I think it was NPR and they were talking about how we're a generation of kids raised being told that we can do whatever we want. So, like, everyone wants to be famous, and, like, that's the goal now. Like, like in the 60s, everyone's priority was, like, I want to be a good person. I want to have, like, a good philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, I want to be a Vine star. I want to <laughs> be famous on Snapchat. Yeah. So it's just such a different mentality. Which is funny. And then I, I, I was reading up that. I heard that argument, that theory, and then also coupled with because uh, a lot of kids grew up in such economic turmoil or whatever, that Gen Z I guess the really young kids. Yeah. A lot of them are super purpose driven. Like they don't want to work for a company unless they're doing good for the world. They don't want to work for just corporations who are just out there to make profits. So I'm curious to see how it'll play out. I hear different definitely yeah. see both sides of that coin. Um, because I'm just like, what do you what do you, what do you want to do? I don't know. I just like I wanna make things that like everyone likes and like likes it. That's actually my round table topic. Actually, we'll I think, I mean, from stuff I read, like the theories that I read, it's more the millennials are the ones who are, that desire more, more purpose-driven lifestyle. That's why you don't see a lot of people sticking things put in companies. A lot of people are starting their own company or doing their own thing. I heard um, the next generation Z is actually probably going to be more conservative than we are. Like uh-huh. more, like more straight or more focused just because they grew up in a time where like, you know, post 9-11, helicopter parenting. So, for them, like, the world is a lot scarier. Hmm. Interesting. That's yeah. interesting. We'll Especially see. when they share on the internet everything about every location that yeah. they're at. <laughs> that scares, like, that yeah. scares the shit out. If I were to be a parent, I'd just, like, I would want to have that so that I know. But then, like, <laughs> you're accessible to everybody else. That's terrifying. Ooh. Yeah. The internet scares me a little bit. So, yeah. Watch Master of None. It's good. Yeah. Um, but moving on, speaking of... Um, posting about everything and wherever you are. Minji wanted to talk about the that girl that quit Instagram, right? Oh my oh, god, geez. we have so many opinions on that. <laughs> I I mean, I have a lot of opinions, and none of them seem to be on the same line. <laughs> like I was just well, I watched her video. The whole I, thing. What's her name again? It's Esena so. O'Neill. Esena O'Neill. It's pretty long. It's seventeen minutes and forty. The video is super yeah. long. Yeah, I didn't. I, I did not watch it. I think oh, I got to like. No, you got to get no. to the end. The okay. end's the best part. The end. Okay, you can Brad, spoil. Brad, Brad can say it, and I'll I will jump it. Well, I, I, yeah, I came across it first and was like, oh god, Anna, if this is the video that I think it is, I'm going to be so happy. Uh, and it did. It it ended up being the video that I thought it was because uh, while what she's preaching is not 
untrue and is a good thing for young girls and, and boys to keep in mind that people's lives are not the same as their social media presence. The way that she is has decided to use her social media power uh, by quote-unquote quitting Instagram, which she did not at the time of the video. Now she apparently has, but she was str- she was still using it. And to me, she's she's just using a different form of social media yeah. for a different type of attention. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's in, what I wanted yeah. to know. Yeah. So she- and, but at the end of the video, she sa- talks about how now that she is quitting her job that of pays her. Of being an her, Instagram model, Yes, right? of being an Instagram model, she can't afford her life, her new life that she's choosing to have. And so she's asking other people to pay for it, which is a for me an entirely different like generational problem uh, that she should be touching on too. If she's such a social warrior, like <laughs> people should not be asking everyone else to pay for their own. Well, way. she was like, I turned off my phone for a week, and I make all my money modeling on Instagram. And now that I've been gone for a week, I can't afford to pay my rent. I can't afford to pay my basic needs. Please donate. If if you're getting anything from what I'm saying, pay what you can. So it's to me, it was like, oh, you're quitting social media, but driving everybody to your website where there's a to donation. Donate. Yeah, donation link and where she says she's going to be making videos every day about veganism or environmental awareness or what have you. But it's like you're not quitting social media. You're just rebranding yourself yeah. in a very clever publicity stunt. Wow. And I mean, she she could get another job is my problem. I know. I was like, go be a barista for a little bit <laughs> something, or something. Yes, I don't know. figure it like, out. I'm looking at I'm looking at all of these stores that you can work at like outside the window like go work there. And in the end, I mean she's she's so too. young talking about it, she's like doing it for her 12-year-old self. Oh my god. And she's only I think she's 19. She's or, 19? Yeah. And she's so so 19. my problem with it is it's like she's having this realization, this like rebellion against society that we all had when we were teenagers, mm-hmm. but on the most public forum it's like, you know, it happened to me after I watched Fight Club. It's like, oh, man, we should be <laughs> rebelling against societal norms. Like, I don't want to be like everybody else, a drone. But it's like she's having it just on the grandest scale possible and getting picked up by the, all the blogs. And it's like, no, no, this is just a teenager evolving. Yeah. And yeah. she's right a little bit and she's wrong a lot. Yeah. Well, it made um, me so mad because... Like I was like, no one watched the full video. Right. Yeah. Everyone was I just like it. sharing it. Like, good for this girl. Yes. Da, 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 da. And I would, I was literally commenting on all my friends who was sharing it. I was like, did you watch the video? She's asking for donations. And they're like, well, it's a, it's a good message. And da, 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 da. And I'm like, don't fucking share things that you haven't researched. <laughs> Funny enough, that's why I didn't share it. Like, I'm glad there was a tiny voice. I was like, I didn't watch the whole thing. And I'm sure I, I had this like gut thing. Maybe it's cause I'm older and yeah. I'm just like oh i've seen so many young people who like freak out about xyz i was like i don't want to i don't want to there's something like like wrong or that doesn't feel <laughs> right about promoting this even though like the first part of it i did agree with to degree right like mm-hmm. i was like this isn't incorrect yeah. oh, and, no, I, sure. and then props to her for realizing that but the, i'm glad i didn't i mean i'm glad well, i brought it up too because i'm glad i found out what it's the whole thing like people post things without like first like snopesing it you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just post facts that they saw like oh my god can you believe this like it's fake dude yeah yeah you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah the big lebowski's not getting a sequel it's just not <laughs> I'm sorry it's not real accept it let it go no <sighs> but yeah i mean what i guess it connects with something that people think a lot about and it is 
it's a problem. Well, People the problem are is using social media. She's a, she's blaming social media right. where yeah. she should be blaming her lack of self-control. No one told her, hey, be this fake person on Instagram. Right. Wake up at 5 a.m. and do crazy photo shoots to have a perfect photo. Right. Those are decisions she made. And she's like, oh, it's social media's fault. This and that. It's like, no, that's your platform. You can literally say whatever you want to say on it, um, which is what pissed me off and fun fact a couple of her friends made a youtube video calling her out for it what i want to see that yeah there was some big drama and all these people were like downvoting it like how dare you sn is doing something so brave (laughs) it's a job she had a job that's what i'm saying and now she doesn't like the job starbucks too if you don't like your job like at anything if you don't like working at starbucks go work for google like go work for whoever like yeah, she was like That's explaining. Your only option. Oh, it makes me so much. She was well, explaining yeah. brand posts as if no one understood what advertising was. I under. She was saying, "I there's so much I know that you don't," which is like that is That's such a, a, such a teen. Thing. Oh my wow. god, like, there's so many things anything. I know. If you guys knew what I knew, it's yeah. like a lot of people do know what you know. Yeah, yeah. and the, more. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was. It was. A, she's a teenager. It's there's like a, it, it, she's make, making it so grandiose. Did you know? Yeah, there's an account executive on the other side of that brand thing <laughs> that you're doing. Yeah, that like knows about your following and posts. Like we yeah. work in those industries I too. Know. Like we're like, who has? I, oh my god. Yeah. So it's. I mean, good. Good on her. She's going to be so much more successful because of this. And it was a very smart rebranding. Well, I had a. I read a brilliant article called "The Most Authentic Girl on Instagram Is Plastic," and it was about. Socality Barbie yeah yeah I love and Socality Barbie's quitting Instagram legitly and saying hey this was fun and we had its run and goodbye and it was comparing Socality Barbie to Asana O'Neill and they were like explaining like Asana you are not you are not quitting you are literally rebranding yourself like those new videos with your with no makeup on and your hair up in a a bun is all just as calculated as the very fancy photo shoots you were doing right right Oh dear! Get very passionate. I love. I loved Locality Barbie though, and when I saw that she was no more, I, was, I, I was know like, something hurt. I was so sad. I was like, no, Locality Barbie from Portland. Yeah. I love her. What was her name? It starts with the Darby. Darby Cisneros. Yeah. I was like, Darby, you go, girl. You go, girl. I want to shake your hand. She's so cool. She's so rad. Oh, Asana. People need to know. I just, and I personally, I don't think she's trying to rebrand. I think she's just being a drama queen. And then in the process of that, she is rebranding, which again, is going to benefit her. It is going to make her career better, but I don't think she's, uh, she is being calculating in like a subconscious way. I think so too. I think she, it's not intentional. She didn't like think like this is a great way to like be a PR stunt. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. If you really want to enact change, use your money, use your following and all these things that you're preaching about donating time to an animal shelter or volunteering for the homeless or whatever. The things that I'm sure she hasn't done. Right. Talk to people at a cafe. Like, <laughs> dude, that was one of her examples. It's like, She's fine, like, go cool. to a cafe. That's, talk to the these people. These are not there. terrible ideas. She's just doing it the wrong way. She should be making the money and donating it. Yeah, using her job and and promoting awareness through that. But I guess this, in a way, got more attention. Well, no one knew who she was before. Right. Yeah. Now everybody knows yeah. her. So, that she was talking about her. And this is the thing that sometimes just with like social media people when. Like you could absolutely be well known. You could be freaking Justin Bieber. Doesn't mean everybody knows you. Like that's yeah. like the the attitude that that I think people just don't appreciate about the celebrity thing, where they get all this attention, and it's great because a lot of people envy that. But like you also, 
And I imagine that it's hard to maintain humility, Mm -hmm. but that's why it's so admirable because there's so many people walking around like acting as if you know who I am, you know what I do, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm, you listen to my song. What the fuck? Maybe I don't. Maybe (laughs) I don't listen to what do you mean a thousand times a day like everybody, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I love that song. I fucking love that song. But you know what I mean? Like that's, and so she, and I looked at her, and this is where I'm being such a, mean girl but I was like your following is big but it's not like monumental big that everybody knows who you yeah. are but the way she talked about herself was like well you know when I do my videos and when I, I was like what video I don't yeah. know what you do I was like who are you yeah yeah so I felt a little bit mean because of that but it's just again kind of like telling of her how how she is in this bubble like, yeah. yeah of her you know of her own making of her own making no, what social media is making. <laughs> they made it. Yeah. She didn't Play. do it's it. The social man. media. It's not the tool. It's not uh, the tool. Fault, so someone, <laughs> someone brought up something really good that we were talking about the other day. It was like, it was like social media isn't something that corporations like created in order to trap us. It's like literally a reflection of what everyone is wanting. Yeah. yeah. So it's like everything we've created is a reflection of like who we are and what we want, not the other way around. I agree. And they're benefiting off that. They're, they're like working it for sure. They didn't make it. That's like, yeah, I don't agree you know, with most that. Most Facebook yeah. pages are, Facebook profiles are aspirational. It's not like an accurate depiction of your life. It's like a depiction of what you want people to see. Yeah. Right? Right. It's like the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing from like the 50s, right? Like, check out my new couch. Check out my new TV. But you wish you had one, huh? Yeah. yeah right? FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. Who was that who said that? That was, um, that was the concert we went to. What? That was who, who said the thing about social media. I don't remember. No, was, I just retain information no, no, the, the, with the, no the, source. <laughs> I'm blanking, it came from somewhere. I'm blanking on the, the, the comedy show we went to huh? in Anaheim. Oh, Bo Burnham? It was Bo Burnham. Okay, I just want to... I just want to... I don't know if Bo <laughs> no, said that. That was Bo. It was Bo Burnham who said that. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure we got that. Oh, I love Bo Burnham. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I just rem- forgot Bo Burnham's name, but yeah. <laughs> now you will never was, forget. That was the person who said that thing about social media. Yeah. yeah. That He's thing. great. He's great. He was yep. like shitting on Taylor Swift and Louis. He's like, I went to a Taylor Swift concert and Taylor just stands there for 10 seconds, like soaking in the applause. He was like, yeah. fuck you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's like, yeah, th- she needs another moment that's yeah. all about her. It's like the entire concert's about her. Yeah. It's like three hours of her. I know, yeah. but she wanted to take one special moment just okay. to, soak, to it soak it in. Yeah, that was a great show. Bo Burnham's yeah. incredible. Yeah, he's an amazing, amazing performer if you've never seen him. I'm down. Them, I'm yeah. sold. I'll yeah. go. I will go to an actual show as well. You know, like, I don't know. I, I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, but I, honestly, I don't have that much time to be on the internet. I want to go to actual shows. I want to actually, like, hear their voice. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those old farts that's still, like, going to old shows, which is why we do collaboration. We do old, we do live shows. We do old fart shows. We guys. do old oh, fart nice. shows. You guys got to make a comeback. You don't understand. You have to be in the room with the voice and the personality. Hell yeah. 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 I mean, we do live shows all the time. Yeah. I love that you guys do that. Yeah. I love that you guys do that. There's no quicker way to be confident than going on stage in front of a ton of people all the time trying to make them laugh. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. We'll talk about Uh, that in the next segment. Yeah. Yeah, But um, before we get to the break, um, we had one more um, segment. Speaking of old farts, uh, Anna wanted to talk about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> We've been binging, Brad and I, and oh, we love this show. We love it so much. I, I don't know. I watched it. It's so good. I've caught like clips here and there. It's the show that I've been meaning to watch, but. I've heard a lot. I've heard the yeah. name so much, but I yeah. haven't watched like a lot of other shows. Brad knows like all the staff writers on it and like it's, it's Inception and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. we've just been thoroughly binging. Yeah, it's, it's a cool, it's a cool story. Um, so. 
Justin Roiland is this animator uh, writer who was making um, web series for Channel 101, which is like a predates YouTube kind of website mm-hmm. and community out here in L.A. And then he made a, uh, a web series called uh, Doc and Marty based off of uh, Back to the Future that was like really a dark, fucked up version of dark, <laughs> Doc and Marty. Yeah. And then uh, Dan Harmon, who created Channel 101, liked it and they developed it for several years and now they're... it's. Uh, it's it's got to be the most like the hottest new cartoon yeah. in the yeah. past two years, and uh, it's got a bunch of Channel One One writers, and um, and it's so funny, and it's so like a right now yeah. show. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's like it. I like it because it it says so much more by using you know like the greatest science fiction stuff says something. So they have yeah. an yeah. episode called Meeksies where you press a button and like this blue guy comes. He's like, "Hi, look at me, I'm Mr. Meeksies," and you you give him a task, and then once he's done with that task, he disappears. And the whole episode is about if they can't complete their task, they become homicidal maniacs and they go crazy and so it's like all about life without purpose Mm. um and so like each episode kind of like touches on like these cool things but it's like an adult crude cartoon it's real good it's real silly it's 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 hard to describe how silly the show is yeah it's it's really great everyone (laughs) should watch it it's it's a very very solid yeah i've seen clips of it like where they talk about in like interdimensional travel and like kind of the deep science fiction but like with that like kind of fucked up twist that's like um it's right up my alley. I, I, I love that kind of stuff. So it's it's been on my radar. I was waiting until after. So we've been swamped with planning this show. So after... after oh, I'm going to watch all the shows. Yeah. It's just going to be like a week-long binge of everything. Yes. Um, it's, first yeah. season's on Hulu. Second season's on Adult Swim. Very nice. For free. Oh, so they're in two seasons now. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's very good. Yeah. I love it so much. Next <laughs> thing you know, Anna's going to be on it. She's doing voiceover. But you guys are going to be so. characters on the show. I know that voice. That'd be dope. <laughs> I want to be a Mr. Oh Mixies. <laughs> That'd be really That's cool. That's so funny. Yeah. This is how you manifest stuff, guys. You talk about it. Yes. You say it publicly. You put it out in the universe. Put your love out Please there. Please put us on the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tweet it to them. It's fine. Do it. Yeah. That's awesome. It's interesting, though. Like, a lot of those, these, like, shows like Rick and Morty and, like, a lot of sci-fi now are all about, you know, our dystopian future, which yeah. we've kind of touched upon, you know, is it going to be zombies? Is it going to be high technology? Is it going to be singularity? And it's there's this big fascination of how like you know like using media to kind of predict and extrapolate what humanity will be in like 20 30 40 years and oh yeah it's maybe probably, it's just what we yeah. said we're like manifesting what we put out in the universe we made it and we become we said it we asserted yeah. i don't know whatever that's scary though we'll be a singularity of zombies yes we will <laughs> That's Hive future, mind guys. or robots. I think we're getting closer to robots. Than, yeah, than zombies. I'm Actually, waiting for like yeah. cell phones to be like a contact lens, that, so you can be like talking I mean, to someone. Getting there. Yeah. Aren't they trying to do that? I mean, yeah, Google Glass, man. Yeah. And there's also there was an article I read about uh, AI and how it could, uh, how how like intelligence is like more like a staircase, and where like we're so many steps ahead of like like a, a squirrel or something like that, mm-hmm. and that AI could eventually reach the point where we're yeah. squirrels and we can't even we can't even fathom how smart right. this robot is did you so watch are that? we gonna be like are we gonna be at like a her right future or yeah. like a terminator future no, right. watch ex or machina it was such a good oh movie. we loved ex machina oh my yeah. god it was so good and yeah. i was like why the hell are people talking about this more yeah because like because it's too smart for them i don't know like, <laughs> everyone's busy talking about other stuff but i loved it it did well i, I think that. a lot of people talk about yeah, that. It was, yeah. it was one Pretty of the best well, movies yeah. of the year i would say yeah. it was amazing i i just like social media i didn't hear about it as much yeah there there was there's a lot of distractions there are other movies that were talked mm-hmm. about a lot more but i i thought it was incredible 
but that's that scared me. I was like, oh my god, we're that's that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I follow a lot of tech writers and a lot of um, writers, so Ex Machina was like all over everyone's social media when it came out. Nice, yeah. this is really well done, really well done, very well done. Oscar Isaac, hello. <laughs> Good job. He's a handsome man. Yeah. Good dancer. Yes. <laughs> that seems that great. Yeah, that seems great. I love that, that dancing scene. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a nice breath of fresh air. <laughs> but yeah. So we'll keep our eyes out on what kind of future we'll have. <laughs> Which dystopian yeah. future will we have? I think we don't know. we're already in the corporate dystopian future. Yeah. So <laughs> very close. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break and On come that back happy with note. more. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, I'm going to pee. Yeah, me okay. too. And the Collabcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment fields. This week, there's only one really big update, and that's Collaboration Star 2015 taking place this Saturday at the Arakani Theater in Little Tokyo, downtown Los Angeles. You can get your tickets now at star.collaboration.org for this amazing showcase featuring six up-and-coming artists from across the nation, Peter Chung from Los Angeles, Casey Long from Houston, Yutin Hot Four from Dallas, Daya from Chicago, Aju Hue from D.C., and Jada from Boston. They'll be joined by an awesome group of guest performers, including the Kinjas from this last season of America's Best Dance Crew, Arches, which is the newest project from Dia Frampton, and an epic collab medley, bringing together a bunch of great Asian American artists from her community, including MC Jin, Tim B. Toll, Travis Trail, Jung Sung An, and former members of Kai and One Voice coming back to reprise their hits. So tell me, you don't want to miss this. Again, tickets are on sale now at star.collaboration.org. If you're in the L.A. area, we'll see you there. For those of you who aren't in the L.A. area, there are other ways to support the collaboration movement. You can like, subscribe, and follow our social media. This is our Twitter, our Facebook, our YouTube, and then this podcast. Now, if you're interested in representing collaboration even further, you can check out our apparel line at gummymall.com slash collaboration. We got a great selection of tanks, tees, and sweatshirts for your Peruso. So check it out. They're also pretty comfy, so. The website again is gummymall.com slash collaboration. And finally, as always, if you have any comments, feedback, or questions for us, um, you can reach us at podcast at collaboration.org. Um, we always like to hear from you, uh, whether it's you know some fan mail or something you want to get right on air, you know, just send it to us and, and we'll, we'll see it. And thanks again for everyone for listening to us. It's always great when we hear... Uh, feedback from our fans and it's, it's always it's never ceases to be weird to meet you guys in person but for those of you who come to star please say hi uh, for everyone else you know yeah keep following us we'll keep putting these podcasts up even after our collaboration season's over um, thank you for keeping with us we're 12 11 12 episodes away from a full year that's amazing but yeah so um, you know send us your emails again that address is podcast at collaboration.org alright so now let's get back to the show Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hello. Hey. Uh, it's the Collabcast, episode 41. I'm Marvin Yue, along with Minji Chang, and we're joined by Anna Akana and Brad, Brad, Brad Gage. Gage. Thanks Welcome for back to yeah. the table. Thank yeah. you. Had a good pee break. Me too. It was great. Is this great? <laughs> I just feel got, relieved. 
<laughs> I just drink more coffee, so I'm gonna have to. Oh no! But while we have Anna and Brad here, Anna being of YouTube fame, one of the highest subscription counts I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. I'm like uh, ranked a thousand one hundred fifty-three <laughs> or something. I don't know. That's still pretty. What's good. your star meter? I don't even know what that means. I don't. I, What's anyway. your clout? Is, yeah. is clout still a thing? <laughs> Does anyone use clout? My friend works for them. Are they around? Yeah, I just checked mine. I'm at fifty. Okay, I don't know what that means. I don't even know. Means. Whatever numbers. We things. used to um, when I was in grad school. We used to just um, have clout competitions. Just. I don't even yeah. know what that means. Yeah, I, I thought clout you, was just see, a word. See, you're feeding into the clout. No, there's we a are. number. They, 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 want, like, they, they measure want you guys you. to do that. They measure your... What? Your, I just know whenever it was someone's birthday, they would get a boost because everyone says happy birthday, so your engagement what? goes up. Yeah, they measure yeah. your stuff. Like, you get a number of how it's like, um, clout yeah, it's, you are. If you have a, if you ever <laughs> certain clout, it's like... <laughs> I think it's like Some. influencer discovery for like brands. Oh, you have to oh, log yeah. in. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's it's a it's a whole thing. You have to yeah. like you have to register all your stuff. So will it only oh, like so recognize? Every account, I think right? so. Well, it yeah. automatically does it for Twitter, but uh, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't think. I think you can up your numbers if you add your Instagram, yeah. et cetera. It used to be just um, a measurement of like your engagement with your followers or your your friends, and then these days I think they re rejiggered it. They updated it so that now they. Based on your history, they recommend stories to share to increase your engagement. It's, what? Yeah. I mean, that's really helpful for brands, I would imagine. Like, yeah. incredibly helpful. Yeah. They were really big, like, what, six six years ago? And then I think nowadays they're a lot more cool. Like, you know, social media these days, they come and go. Yeah. Like, so fast. Yeah. Like, Facebook just has staying power just because of, like, momentum and inertia, really. Well, I heard some young people, like, they're like, I'm not going to go on Facebook. I was like, why? They're like, because my mom's on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes total sense. It It totally makes sense. Which is why Snapchat was such a huge thing. Send nude selfies, and if they screenshot it, you know they're an asshole. (laughs) Block. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah, and there's going to be another thing, because Snapchat's, you know, parents are catching up, and and kids need to stay ahead of that game. (laughs) I know I did. Unacceptable. That's frightening. Oh. Well, my dad actually sent me. I felt bad. See, and this goes like Snapchat. No, not Snapchat. He, <laughs> he sent me a Facebook friend request. Let me finish my sentence. Oh. Um, but he and I declined. I just. I'm not. I don't post anything. I don't know why. It was just kind of like uh, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's your like own automatic response. I was like, no. Yeah, you should be friends world. with your parents just to see what they're posting about you. Yeah, That's the what trick I'm is saying. to accept, but set them on a limited profile. Very true. Yeah. It's like for Twitter, you don't delete them. You block them. <laughs> So they don't like they don't know that they're not getting through anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, when you're blocked, you know that you can't get through. Really? On Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't go on Twitter yeah. that much. So yeah. how does that work? So you, if I went to your profile and you'd blocked me and say you're blocked from viewing oh, okay. Christine's yeah. tweets. Yeah. What's the thing where they just can't like they just can't? Is it just unfollow or? Mm. Well, if you unfollow, yeah, you won't see any posts yeah. from them. Yeah, I've seen that on Instagram. Like you can get blocked and like. It just nothing shows up. There's secret oh, yeah, ways yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been? Uh, I was recently approached by someone who I unfriended because I didn't want to be friends with the person, and uh, they're like, "Why'd you do that?" And I'm like, "I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to be, be friends." And they're like, "Well, should, we should be friends again." And I'm like. I said okay, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> that, that's it's, crazy that came up to you I know. and like, confronted you about it. I mean, it's fine. I uh, it, Understandable, I guess, if it's been bugging them. But it is like a thing where it's like, 
you shouldn't have to be friends with people. I agree. If you don't yeah. want to. Well, Facebook makes it personal by like, it's not like add someone to your circle, like Google Plus. It's like add a friend. Yeah. So if you delete them, yeah, it feels like a, because <gasps> I've had people delete me before and I was like, <gasps> why? What did I do? Of course, we never talk in person. We should be okay with it. <laughs> but we yeah. should be socially connected and I yeah. should be able to see all the things about your now life. Now I want to stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the person. Like, if someone you like, remember having good times with, and it's, it's kind of like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But we haven't talked in like 10 years. When it's people that are like, well, I was in with you before, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's interesting. You unfriended me, finally. <laughs> I don't know. People go through their, like, cleanses. They're like, I'm going to detox my yeah. Facebook, and I'm going to defriend all of Well, I like the unfollow option now, because when if people are, like, posting really annoying or, mm. like, woe is me stuff, you can just unfollow them but still be friends with them Very so that true. you don't have to, like, deal I think I've done that maybe a long time because I don't see as much woes me stuff. With, and maybe hopefully it's a maturity thing too. Like we've all kind of grown out of that phase of like, oh my God, like this sucks and everything. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. I don't like, and I think this is where I had like a, a, a complex or like a, just I struggled. I was like, I don't want to be the asshole that like, if you're really going through something hard, I don't want to be the one that gets so annoyed of it that I have to like, get it out of my life but now that i'm older i'm kind of like look everyone's got problems like it's like how you deal with it yeah. that's kind of questionable like why do you always have to post it publicly to get everybody's sympathy yeah sometimes it's, i guess it's just shot and fraud i'm just like oh i guess you're not doing so well yeah sucks to be you well i think that can be well whatever anyway, well, depends, again depends on the person if it's someone that like well, it's <laughs> interesting to me how like people can be different in real life versus how they act on facebook like brad and i had to go through this recently where i posted an article about how there's a lot of racism and sexism in the improv industry mm-hmm. and how you when you get into higher advanced levels it's all straight white guys yeah and two people who i know in real life who i like have done improv classes with were like oh so you think you're so funny that it's the white man keeping you out of being in an advanced team or blah 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 like oh sorry that you were afforded opportunities that other people weren't and we just got into like a crazy conversation about like race and like sexism and like they were being crazy assholes Mm -hmm. and uh they were ignoring everyone in the thread who was like providing statistics on like this kind of stuff and like being really amicable and just responding to trolls. And so like, I had to like block them from everything because I was like, I don't ever want to deal with you two ever again. Yeah. But it was, it's weird. It's like, Oh, if we we were, if we were having this conversation face to face, would you say, would you say stuff like that? Exactly. Like, would you fucking phrase it that way? Exactly. Maybe, Maybe they would. I don't getting, believe so. May, may, um, to a certain to a certain degree, if they're getting defensive about it, and it's not, and you know, um, to clarify, it's not like active racism or active sexism. It's more like bias, um, right? Is kind of what you're saying, or you think it's? You, do you think it's more active? I don't know. That? Christopher was being really, really mean. Right. No, no. I'm just saying in in the community. Oh, in the community. Yeah. Yes. No. It was not more about ac- bias. It's not an yeah. active racism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's sometimes, and it's it's, it's, it's something passive too. Right. It's very. It, no. It's very passive. It's yeah. Very, and that's and that yeah. was the the point that was trying to be made. It's like it should be talked about. Yeah. It should be brought to light a little bit. And even that is very just like you yeah, get. I mean, get passive. They get hostile yeah. on you about that. Like right. Well, like <laughs> I mean, with with passive like institutionalized racist. Um, practices right like I know what you talked also came up with UCB a couple like it was a couple months ago yeah yeah and then that's what it was that was yeah and it's like a defensive hostility like people don't like being told that they have privilege yeah or they have 
they had it easier than other people because everyone thinks they work hard. Like everyone yeah. thinks they everyone thinks they deserve what they like, what they get. Right. So to be told otherwise without having like a more I guess mature frame of mind, it's very like. It's I didn't like, do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I worked wrong. really hard. Mm-hmm. You're well, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they I don't want to be downplayed for what they've yeah. Yeah. accomplished. But yeah. it's still like you know, no one's doubting that you worked hard. Just acknowledge like, th- like that other people have it harder. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I'm not a great fucking improviser, but I see really great like ethnic improvisers who like don't make it to advanced levels or like good teams. And you're like, why? Yeah. Like, why is that? And and it's like, well, because everyone judging these like are the same type of person. So they connect more with the same type of humor. Right. And it's not their fault, but it's like, just be aware. Yeah. And maybe be a little bit more open minded then. Like if you're if you're aware of that <laughs> and you're like, you know, what I mean, I don't know. It just it's it seems so like. Well, I mean, bringing attention to it, we're saying, we're not saying stop it. We're saying be cognizant that you're doing this stuff, you know? And if you're aware that you have a certain bias, um, the hope is that, you know, next time you go into it, you would, the awareness would help compensate a little bit. Yeah. Right. And the, the, the tough part of the argument, I think, is uh, always with this argument in any sector is merit, Right, they're mm-hmm. like, well, okay, if we do it your way, we won't have the best people. Funny is and funny, what, and what comes mm-hmm. down to is, it's not about. It's so gray, and it's such a small line. All it is, all it comes down to, and all I ever ask in these kind of conversations is, just keep more of an open mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just think about casting something or putting somebody in a group, and it's like, could I? W- did I even think about this person? Right, or did I not? Because. I like people who are like me and that's a natural human thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that, that thing, that's, again, okay, it's, it's funny because I have a lot of opinionated friends too and this is what the whole Facebook problem is. I had a lot of opinions about this whole thing because I actually just started classes at UCB this mm-hmm. summer and I loved it but, in the back of my mind, too, I think it's like, oh, the idea of like, I love Amy Poehler. That's mm-hmm. I wanted to go to her school but I was like, would that, would that ever be and that's the whole issue of like why we exist. It's like, is it possible? Because it hasn't been done before. So mm-hmm. like you have to like really, you know, and I guess like the straight white male has a different problem. There's so many of them. So that's yeah. their obstacle. So I get that. But for me, it's like no one else that looks like me has ever done this. Could I even do it? You don't have project. role models. You don't have role models. And, you know, that's what it is. But I found myself not even putting that up um on facebook for discussion because i didn't want to deal with all the bullshit that i would get as a result of posing this question this argument of these thoughts because they're they're not intentionally being trolls but it's just like i don't want to deal with you yeah it's like anytime you speak out about a struggle of yours that is in direct relation to either race or gender everyone else gets defensive Mm -hmm. as if you are personally attacking them yeah I put up stuff about sexism all the time. I used to. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with you guys anymore because clearly you can't put yourself in my <laughs> so Asian is, female shoes. Yeah. So this is why I'm glad like Anna's on this podcast with us because like you're, you're known for being like utterly fearless about putting up your, your views and your, your, your thoughts on mm. YouTube. And that's something I that love. even, you know, Minji last episode was talking about like just getting over that hump of like being afraid of the, the backlash. Right? Yeah. It's not even afraid yeah. to. It's like, I just don't want to deal with it. Like I have better use yeah. for my time and emotional energy it's tough but like, it's yeah, tough i, I mean, have great admiration for you sometimes brad has to be like step away <laughs> don't look at the co- like and, and like i put out a video while ago called how to not get raped and it was like very mm-hmm. satirical and i knew i was gonna get hate and i could i just c- could not deal and brad was like you knew this was gonna happen and i just got so mad i was like are you saying i brought this upon myself <laughs> is that what you're saying are you accusing me of knowing like, <laughs> just getting so worked up uh because you know people people will pick you apart if yeah. you 
to put any kind of view online, they will find like one sentence that you said that they can interpret that means this or or something that like, like I had people dig through like a podcast I did years ago where we would just I was a persona where I acted like an idiot and I would just say inappropriate things. And that was like the whole shtick of the podcast is hypothetical questions. Yeah. And the question was, if you could get away with one crime, what would it be? And I was like, oh, I want to rape a man because that's like that image is hilarious because I'm so small and like that's never going to happen. And they like strung together my how to not get raped video with that sentence. And like just it like was driving me crazy because I was like, you took that out of context. That <laughs> podcast was for fun and like fake and dumb. It was probably just some 12 year old boy with like like audacity to yeah. just like being because who has that kind of time who like, does have that time seriously <laughs> well and you've evolved since then i don't know if you would make that same joke now no uh, that was that was a that was a different podcast with a different different audience comedic bent, yeah you know it's, it's a question it's still a questionable joke but you know well, the thing is all of those answers were talked about ahead of time right. like like they were influenced like this is something that you can say and so i was like okay whatever you know it's like clearly not ever gonna happen yeah and then but it, it did make me be like okay like if i'm gonna put my face to something that i am saying then i better make sure that it's either very clear that it's a joke yeah. and if it's a joke it better be it better be funny and not offensive right um but yeah it just makes you think a lot harder about like yeah. everything that you want to say but I think that I love that about your comedy or like the videos that you make that they are very funny, but they're very smart and they come from like this much deeper place, which sometimes I mean, get, there's so many different types of comedy. You can't like it's you can't just say bucket comedy and you get the same thing. That's yeah. why I like it. But um, I don't know. I, and I found that rare because I'm not a huge YouTube consumer. I go for informational things like if I need a DIY, find out how to do something, how to like whatever. That's what I use YouTube for or inspirational, whatever. But I don't consume a lot of skits or content. But when I came upon your stuff, I loved it because like you did the um, how to do your face. Uh, that, I loved it because there's so many beauty gurus out there, many that I follow and that I have followed over the years. But like yours was like completely not about makeup. It was just about your thoughts and your feelings about how to take care of yourself spiritually, emotionally. I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm sharing this, you know, because it spoke to me. And I was like, this is content that doesn't exist mm. elsewhere, you know. And it really is about how to spend 20 minutes on your eyebrows, like mm. literally. <laughs> Make the hair like motions, oh, guys. Oh, I've looked up so many eyebrow tutorials. I know. YouTube. We were talking it's about good. the eyebrow struggle. It's I, real. I was putting like vitamin E on them <laughs> to make them grow. Like, <laughs> come on. That's what Instagram's good for. How to make egg yolk your best friend. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know about the world of like makeup tutorial until I started working with Mindy. oh it's a huge business yeah it's yeah. ginormous that and like i guess asian makeup tutorial yes yes yeah. yeah people not knowing how to do asian faces is a real problem it, i yeah. had someone do my makeup for a movie the other day and i i like looked in the mirror i was like i look like a clown <laughs> like i look stupid i like want to ask them if i can just come with my makeup ready because i was like i don't trust these people to do my face I did, yeah. I have a story. I haven't done nearly as much of stuff on set as you, but I did something for like Wells Fargo. And yeah. It was not even going to go public. It was for their company. Yeah. It was like a commercial industrial thing. And then this lady who's the sweetest, sweetest makeup artist, and she's been working in the industry for 25 years. I loved her. She was darling. She made me look like a raccoon. And oh. I could see. So this is a funny story. I didn't even look at myself in the mirror because I could see. I watched her because I had. This was not the first time it had happened, but I watched her. Where she's putting her brush, she's putting in the dark brown. I was like, okay, she's putting in the dark brown. She's contouring. Where is that going to go? I feel it go up here. I was like, <gasps> no. no. 
I don't have the crease, you guys. I have a monolith. Ew. Stop it. And I could feel it. And inside, I'm just crumbling. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to look so bad. You say you don't have a, I don't, what is that? A crease, crease? and a monolith? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the double eyelid. I don't have yeah, that. Asian. It's uh, flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you contour for an Asian eye, you got to start bottom up. Yeah. But when you have a deep set eye, you put it in the crease because when you open your eye, it's back. Yeah. So you can't. It's like it's that's the shadowing effect. And she and she was so sweet, and I could not bring myself to be like you're fucking this up. This is so bad. So I spent the whole day. We had like a five hour shoot. Didn't look at myself in the mirror uh, once because I knew. So I forgot about it. And I had yeah. a great time on set, and we're all like laughing, joking, filmed, wrapped, and then I left, and I was like, "Thanks, guys, that was awesome." Did no one else tell you? Like, no, they don't, they don't think it was normal because that's the makeup artist's job. Yeah. No one's gonna right. like. No one else knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't know. That. And I'm on set with mostly guys and like a couple women, so yeah. they're all busy. Then I left and got in my car. Yeah, no one's gonna like look at you and be like, "Oh, what the fuck was that makeup?" You know, like, yeah, like they don't like know. you look great. Okay, you're over. You yeah, know, that's where it goes. And then I got in my car to leave, and I checked my rearview mirror. Oh (laughs) no! Oh my god, I'm captured on film like this. It's so it's it's a it's a real problem. I've like and the best the people who've done my makeup to a point where I love it are always Asian makeup artists, and they always like because they know how to how to use your face. Yep, it's. It's weird, but it's true. It's so true. I asked Ali Maki about this too. Oh like, yeah, have you ever had that problem? Because I just out of the blue, I was just like, <laughs> she's oh, just, she's just, just she made that knowing face, and she's like, yeah, I've had that problem. So <sighs> let this podcast be a, be a PSA lesson to all makeup artists yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Please help us. Our help biggest listening contingent are makeup artists. <laughs> <laughs> Probably this is an issue. <laughs> Because it's like you're 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 getting ready to like do your thing on camera. Oh yeah, especially because I was supposed to play like I'm like playing a mean popular girl, and uh-huh. I'm supposed to be like the breakdown's like gorgeous, and I was like I don't look I look <laughs> ugly right now. <laughs> like everyone's gonna be like, why was I cast in this part? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I know. Oh my god. Ooh. Poor thing. But I loved your makeup video. I yeah, think that's thinking. the best makeup video I've seen. Yeah, but we don't have that. We don't have those problems. Yeah, no, not yet. You guys get judged for <laughs> not until a dystopian future where oh, men yeah, have or... to wear makeup too. You or you go to Korea. Korea. That's our K-pop dystopian future. <laughs> yeah, right? oh, no, K-pop. Yeah, yeah. Like, everyone has soul. to be K-pop. <laughs> yeah, which could happen. It's taking over pretty yeah. rapidly. Yeah. Oh God, I'm down. <laughs> she's like, oh, she's uh, like, oh no, no. If I could have, uh, should I? I should have hair like Eugene's. That's what I want. Oh yeah, like Eugene all the guy, Liang. All the guys should have hair like him. Eugene has such gorgeous hair. I just don't know how. It, like it just, it just swoops, swoops. <laughs> yeah, I'm making hand motions that no one can see. It's yeah, swoops. it is. You know, you just see him and you're like, you recognize him and you're like, just striking. It's like yeah, looking. He's, He's a very gorgeous yeah. man. It's it it's cool bizarre. Yeah. With the jawline. Yeah. He we saw the Try Guys drag thing. He's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the one he danced um Beyonce? Uh I think so. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, they did the whole Try Guys thing. There's another video where, I, where like he did a Beyonce. Thing. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. I'll have to check that one out. It's like I'm so jealous right now. I know. I was like, you look prettier than most women I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so earlier we were talking about like your guys production schedules like how you guys have to like make all this stuff and it's ramping up more Mm -hmm. has that been like keeping your creative juices flowing lately or is it just is it more stressful I'm really curious to learn about this world because we're sitting in your amazing apartment with like lights around us and stuff like it's hardcore I love cat maze yeah the cat maze is is for happiness uh well brad brad shoots all my stuff now he shoots and typically edits like all my videos 
Um, some it, of them. Some of them. I mean, I, I sometimes edit. I do like a lot of AE work now on them. Um, but I've been trying to do more vlogs than like sketches because I was going more towards sketch for a while. But it my audience did not like it and my views kind of tanked and I was like, you know, this is funny for the sake of being funny, but it's not really saying anything. Mm -hmm. So now we're working towards like going back to like the vlogs where like I just, I talk about stuff that I actually care about and, and uh, Brad's doing a lot of pre-production on the sequel of his web series rough day, which is going to be called rough night, which is available for binge viewing on youtube.com slash Brad Gage comedy. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Check it out. No, I'm totally down. Yeah. It's like a, like a updated version of Michael Douglas's falling down. Okay. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like uh, I'm like an old fashioned guy. Like I am. And uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like battle it out with annoying people in LA. Like each episode, yeah. something different, a, a, oh a God, vape shop owner, this. a oh lift God, driver, a uh, no budget film crew, a, uh, YouTube prankster who like grabs girls' butts for yeah. a prank. It's very wow. social commentary heavy. It's really good. I love that. Falling Down very was like the good. first thriller I ever saw. I was like maybe like five years old. Oh, wow. It, it still sticks with me because I was like totally scared. It's, a, yeah. I mean, and that's such an LA movie. Yeah. Yeah. We shot and we shot like we shot in Venice. We tried to make it very LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. One check of my that out. favorite scenes is like he's like chilling. He's the Michael Douglas character chilling like on a park bench. And people are like, hey, can you get out of our shot? We're trying to like steal. <laughs> <laughs> trying to steal this location, steal this shot real quick. And he's it's, like, oh. it's golden trying hour, to guys. steal it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all, it's, I mean, it's a very, it's, if, if you know production, if you know no budget production, it then you know. It was so right meta because yeah. they were stealing the location to shoot this this part about a film crew oh stealing my God. and then like Phil, like he like gets mad about the craft services like the snacks on the table he's like this isn't how you do craft services. but it was their actual craft services <laughs> so it was just like very meta oh my God, I love it I- yeah the crafty was a little bit nicer than what we show but yes <laughs> I need to watch this yeah and I love how that because like this the sketch part you still maintain well from the vlogs that I saw you still keep that sketch element to what you're doing there's still mm. a lot of storytelling in your vlogs like yeah. you're talking about the toxic friend but you're like showing the friend i thought it was hilarious because that's i don't know and and i don't think people understand well for me i'm like stepping back a million steps i'm like god how many scenes do you have to shoot in order to make that one three minute vlog so like there's a lot of shooting yeah it's a it's lot, a of, lot of cloning too yeah it's crazy so many people do really well and in their own right with like eight minute talking straight to camera videos right and it's like no, this is a two and a half minute, way more entertaining, wrap, yeah. wraps it up with a message. Yeah. And I think that's what people like. And that's what we're just, we're just punching a bunch yeah. out the next few months of uh, those you. kind of videos. And I actually hired a girl. She did like the animations for the movie Dope and like a bunch oh, of other stuff. So she's like movie. doing all of like these cool like doodles on everything. Yeah. I was like, that's make it so... like a journal slash comic book. And so yeah. that's nice. so cool. Yeah. Bethany Radloff. She's yeah. She's incredible. Awesome. That's awesome. Dope awesome. Was an amazing movie. Actually, my, our friend Rayson, he is actually the social media guy for the production company. So nice. he was, he was the one who brought that into my world. So thank you, Rayson, for bringing Dope into my world. I haven't seen it yet, but I I, I want to. It's a good movie. Yeah, I heard it's amazing. Well, actually, I hate overhyping. You oh, yeah. take how you I want. hear it's a it's so neutral bad. movie. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I hear it's a regular expectations it's movie. completely regular. <laughs> it's called Dope, but it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You figure it out. Go watch it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You're your own person. Like, yeah. whatever you want to whatever you conclude do. is fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So have you been doing more of your stand-up too? Or like? Yeah, Brad and I run a monthly show at Nerd Melt. Uh, yes. So our next show is the 20th of this month, November, at 7 p.m. Don't yeah. they start Nerd Melt? That's I a, like the name. Yeah, Nerd yeah. Melt is, um, 
kind of a co-ownership between Chris Hardwick's uh, Nerdist nice. Corporation nice. and the Meltdown Comics okay. and Collectibles Store on Sunset. Nice. So in the back of the comic book sh- uh, shop is a comedy theater with yeah, comedy so every cool. night. And it's a pretty good theater, yeah. too. Like, every time I tell people, like, oh, it's in the back of a comic book shop, they're like, oh, okay. But then you go in and it, like, looks like a legit theater. It's really cool. I mean, Why it's, would they roll their Is that where the Nerdist School is? <laughs> yes. The Nerdist School is, is next door. Okay. Yeah, and they're they're all under the same umbrella. But, yeah, yeah I mean, th- there's a there's a TV show on Comedy Central called The Meltdown, which is shot all in, yeah. in my theater. I say my because I've been working there for four years <laughs> and doing shows for a long time. Very cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of stand-up shows. Not really so much improv, some sketch. Uh, I run a sketch show there called Sketch Melt as well. Um, and yeah, that's kind of been our home for like five, six months. Yeah, and we're also doing a uh, we're doing some test shows with Levity to potentially go on tour, and it's called the Show and Tell Show. It's me, Jenny Yang, Atsuko Okatsuka, nice. Yola Lu, and then Brad Gage for diversity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know so all the, these people. It's the disoriented yeah. plus Brad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we, we, our whole <laughs> shtick is like come see a whole lineup of female Asian comedians and one white dude. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I go up there. I'm like, I finally get you guys. I'm a minority. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm still white. I don't get you guys at all. I still have privilege. Don't. don't it will never understand what you're, you guys You're there to keep, make, keep things comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've seen everybody in that lineup do stand up except for you. So I have yeah. to go. I really want to check it out. Brad's got some good stuff. I'm sure. That'd be so much fun. Atsuko um, just posted. She did stand up in Japan like yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. She bombed. Oh, yes, yeah, she bombed. <laughs> and she's like, uh, did she do it? In, did she do it in, in English? It's. I'm sure I'm she did it in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But she's like, I need to practice a few things before I do stand up again in Japan. <laughs> that's a really good Atsuko impression. Yeah. That's really I'm good. I'm actually not bad at That person. was pretty good. I get in trouble. Sometimes. But it's cool because she got like some words of encouragement from Margaret Cho. I know. So yeah. Her, she's cool. opening for Margaret Cho tonight at the Wiltern. Oh, yes. So exciting. I'm, I'm super, so jealous. I'm super <laughs> jealous for you. I want to go see it so bad. <laughs> that disoriented comedy show was so good. I was dying. The one that I saw you guys at. at um, oh, comedy, 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 comedy festival. festival. Comedy, yeah. Excuse me. Comedy, 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 Yeah. Everybody was hilarious. I was just. That was a great night. And it was funny. That was the night of our conference. So we were deliriously tired. Yeah. But I don't even think that makes me more receptive to humor. I think it makes me block it out more because I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. But I was sitting there. I was like, I have to go support. This is going to be a really great show. I couldn't get, tell you my name if you asked me, but I sat there and watched. And I was like hitting my friend Josh the entire like time. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, this, that's how yeah. she watches comedy. She yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hit violent. Yeah. I'm never going to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> just sit on my left. I go this way because my daughter. <laughs> I was on your left. Right. You hit me too. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Less though. You didn't get what Josh got. Margaret Cho though. That new set of hers is so really good. good so killer. it was incredible <laughs> and so i mean her her like her socially conscious stuff is really hard-hitting and yeah. i i'd never I, I don't think i'd seen her in a long time and yeah. i was like holy shit I, last, this is I, last time i saw her was i was 19 and i i like drove out to la to go see her and she like told everyone at the show like we can go hang out at the bar next door and so i tried to get in but i wasn't 21 oh no so i was just standing at the door like i want to meet margaret Cho. <laughs> Seven years later, finally did. Was that like your goal? Then, so you always knew that you wanted to do stand up route, or like no? The I like route? knew. I think like uh, when I was nineteen, because I actually saw her on a Comedy Central special, like after my sister died, and she was like the, one of the first people who made me laugh. And uh-huh. so I was like, 
oh, I want to try this. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. So Inspiration cool. point. And now you're freaking in the same show as her and eventually you'll open for her <laughs> and then be her. <laughs> and then I'm going to rip off her skin and put it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was so impressed with her because I hadn't seen her stuff in a really long time too. And I was just blown away. Yeah. She was so good. So good. Oh, so many <sighs> funny women. It makes me happy. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Like props to Jenny for like starting a whole disorienting thing up. And yeah. Providing that platform and getting people out there because you don't often see that kind of lineup. It's kind of cool what she's been building and continues kind of to cool. build. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah. Props to you, Jenny, who just had her birthday yeah. on Saturday. Happy birthday on the podcast. <laughs> Again, I've been saying happy birthday. Like, All right, Minji, I get it. No, I love her. Just yeah. keep saying it. <laughs> Every day is our unbirthday, <laughs> except the one day that it is your birthday. Well, that's about an hour. Thanks so much for Anna and Brad for joining us. I know you guys have a busy day of production ahead, yeah. so we're going to let you guys go. But um, so. if people want to watch your stuff, where can they catch you guys? Like on the Twitters and the yes. I'm oh. just Anna Akana, A N N A, A K A N A. Fun fact: Yesterday, this person introduced me as Anaconda twice in a row before I got on stage. <laughs> was it Anaconda or was it Anna Akanda? No, he said Anaconda. <laughs> he said it twice. He said it twice. He yeah. said it twice. I was like, my name is an anaconda. What was this for stand-up? Uh, it was for like an inter- like a live late night show. Oh wow, yeah. anaconda. Okay, like, did right, say it right. twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably some Freudian slip thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Brad, uh, yeah, you can check out my videos at uh, youtubecom slash comedy Subscribing now. And then uh, Brad Gage, G-A-G-E, on Twitter. All all the socials. The socials. I can always see your show. Yeah. And like always, you can write into the podcast at podcast at collaboration.org if you have any questions or comments or feedback um, about what you like or didn't like. About we our show. Uh, but it, don't if you didn't like us, don't be honest about it. <laughs> Just come right in. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and Some, real quick, because I feel so bad because I, I put it on our, our collaboration thing, and there are people who who adore you and want to say uh, shout outs to you. But um, for the next time, if we can ever get together again, um, people are curious about your book reading that you're a major bookworm and. That's one of the things one of our volunteers love about you mm. and so want to know about your thoughts about books. So if you ever want to answer that in the future. Quick book re- recommendation right now. Ooh, I'm reading uh, Insomnia by Stephen King. I really like oh. it. Ooh, yeah. I've never read a Stephen King book. I think I'm just a what? big wuss. She doesn't I'm, scary things. I'm such it's, a wuss. Yeah, it's the only book that's made my like heart actually like pick up speed and like you get really intensely like scared but it's not like scared like oh i'm gonna die it's like oh this person what's is, gonna what's happen, gonna happen? Okay. go find safety <laughs> I'm, gonna, even know. <laughs> I'm gonna go slip the audiobook into your city <laughs> fine Enjoy. no i'm down to try new things yeah <laughs> after awesome. the show i'm gonna do whatever the hell i feel like oh God, good we're on show. break for a while afterwards yeah. yeah it never ends we actually won't <laughs> that show is amazing next one Let's that's always what happens yeah also if you subscribe to our podcast on itunes just give us a quick rating and maybe a quick review any engagement on that will help um us get up on the um the boards there on itunes so it'd be great for um you guys help us out there um you could give us a five-star rating or a four-star rating i don't don't give us three or two if you're gonna give us a three stars just, just lie. don't just lie just don't. Five, nice. i guess i don't know <laughs> this is entering the holiday no, season guys. you're gonna give a three-star why are you listening <laughs> <laughs> just leave yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you can help share our podcast with your friends and family or strangers whatever we'll take it 
Um, yeah, and that's been the collab cast for Marvin, Minji, Anna, and Brad. We'll see you guys later. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Disco guy, excuse me, I heard bang bang, I heard shots. The mean barge in the interrupt your workshop. Without you, the show stops. I heard you're thirsty, so I got you a cold pot. Hey, girl, hit me with your voodoo. Corey I watch the be YouTube. Baggy clothes you wear, mama.